Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the prayer call. I want to say good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the saints of the Most High God to the prayer call this morning. I apologize about that. I had a little technical difficulty. I had a couple of things going on, but nevertheless, we are on point this morning. So good morning to all the intercessors, the saints. Good morning to New Destiny Church. Good morning to the churches that are on the line. If you may not be a member of New Destiny Church, but you're calling in from around the nation, maybe around the world, wherever you're calling in from, good morning and thank you for being on the line. I want to say that in advance. We appreciate you for being faithful, committed, and consistent. That's how God's blessings really manifest themselves in our lives. When we're faithful, we're committed, and we are consistent. It is key. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line this morning. We thank God for you, man of God, woman of God. We thank God for the service that you render towards the saints. And we thank God uh, how God has gifted you to minister the word of God. We're going to have a great day today and a good time this morning as we have our Devo and our time of prayer. We have with us this morning... Elder Thomas Allen. Elder, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Bishop. Doing great. Good to hear you. Man, you sound good, man. You sound up, alert. Uh, it's good to hear you as well. I'm glad you're doing great. Well, we have with us the Double H all the way from Atlanta this morning. Pastor Horatius Harris, how are you doing this morning, sir? I am doing wonderful, Bishop. And I'm going to say that uh, what you said was technical difficulties was prophetic. Because what we do in life echoes in eternity. So I'm my, doing wonderful this morning. My Lord Jesus, what we do in life echoes in eternity. And it really does. And so what we're about to do is going to echo in eternity because we're going to do good to all men this morning and be a blessing to you. And I hope we've been a blessing to you um, this year. Because I, I can't say for the last seven months because really we've been doing the prayer call I believe uh, the majority of this year we've been doing the prayer call. And, uh, listen, praise reports are pouring in. There was a couple of praise reports sitting on my desk when I got to office to the office on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, those praise reports, they, they're blessing to see how the hand of God has manifested itself in your life, how the Word of God works, how prayer works. The Bible said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous make tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Our prayers availeth much, and that's something we have to understand. Never lose your confidence in the authority of the Word of God. I'm going to say that. Never lose your confidence in it. I don't care what's going on. And it may seem like, man, God's taking a long time to man answer me and come through for me. Never lose your confidence in the authority of the Word of God. Because I believe that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They lose their confidence in the authority of the Word of God. And that's why the Bible pins over in First uh, John 5, um, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. 
he heareth us. And because we know he hears us, we have the petition we desire of him. So cast not away your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. Father, we thank you today. We bless you and we magnify you. We thank you for waking us, allowing us to see this day that you have made in it. We shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you have delivered us from the powers of darkness. You've translated us into the kingdom of your dear son. Whereby we have a legal right to call you Abba, Father. You are our daddy. And Father, you've written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. I thank you for the word that you placed in Pastor Harris' belly. I thank you that that word will rise up, Lord God, and be a blessing to everyone that is on this line, bringing about a transformation of heart, mind, which results in a transformation of life. Pastor Harris. Amen. Good morning again to everyone that is on the line. Good morning to Elder Thomas. Uh, The word of the Lord uh, is James 1 and 21, and I'm going to read it, but I'm going to expand it. Uh, after I read it. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meekness of the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Let me include myself in there, which is able to save our souls. So this word is so um, <laughs> rich in that it has a whole lot of things that surround it. It's, it's kind of like um, a layer on a on a sandwich. When you make a sandwich, you got to, you know, put some meat on there if you do meat or if you do veggies, or, and then put a little spread on your bread, and, and you may even put a little vegan cheese on there with that. So you got to layer to put some lettuce on there. It's, it's, it's layered like that. And the reason why I say that is because in James 121, right before it, something that we've read many times and right below it, something that we've read many times. So uh, I'm going to expand that. So then, James 1 and 19 says this, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Verse 20, For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And then we have, Therefore, so the reason why the therefore is so important is because it connects you to verse 20, which says the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. We are to produce the righteousness of God. That's the essence of our being. We are to produce that in our lives, which attracts all the other blessings that God wants to put into our life. So therefore, the things that are causing us and hindering us to not receive the things that God wants to give us or the things that we should walk in, we need to rid ourselves of those things. I'm saying this to, you know, in a a very respectful way. You are very nice. You are very good, and you do a lot of things the right way. But let's be real. There's still some stuff that we got to deal with. There's still some some filthiness. There's still some wickedness. There's still some, and I know we may not think that of ourselves, but there's still some things that we got to deal with. Now, the Holy Spirit knows. Nobody else may know. 
but the Holy Spirit knows. And so, therefore, if we want to produce that which God really wants to see in the earth because we are his representation in the earth, then we have to lay aside even those things that we have uh, kind of said we're going to just, okay, we, we're okay with that. I don't do this, I don't do that, and I don't do this. Uh, this is all I do. Well, this, this, this all I do is still filthiness and an overflow of wickedness, and we need to receive the meekness of the implanted word. Then watch this. Verse 22, which is below it, it says this, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. That's the part I'm talking about. <clears throat> when there is no fruit to the word of God, then we are deceiving ourselves. Now, works that make you a righteous person. Just doing something doesn't make you a righteous person. It has to be something that's implanted in your heart, and out of the richness of the word, it will produce a fruit of doing that people will see, and God will notice, and he will bless. Let me say that again. It is the richness of the word that is in us that produces something that compels us to do it. That's when you're anointed. When you're operating in the word that God has given you, and it is the fruit that comes out of that word that causes us to be empowered, to have favor, uh, to walk in it, in, in, his, in his easiness of it. It flows, and out of that produces the fruit, and that's how you see people do great exploits. Not because in their mind they made up, I'm going to do this. The reason why Bishop preaches the word the way he preaches the word is because he's walking in his calling for that which God has caused him to do. Therefore, it seems easy. It seems normal. How many of you see Bishop doing all the stuff that he does, and you're like, man, how did he do that? How did he do two churches in two different cities and drive back and forth and cover up? Man, he's going to get tired. No, he ain't. He's under the anointing. He has a grace to do it. Because the word is empowering him to be able to do it. Now, if he was doing that in his flesh, he would have got he would have got tired a long time ago. He would have got tired a long time ago. This is how people see you as you're operating in the word that is richly in you, and you unpack that thing, then you will start to see how easy it is to flow in it and do it. And people are going to look at you and say, "How are you doing that?" And they look at you with, with amazement. How are you still doing that? They're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you're out of your mind. And they don't know it's the anointing that flows from the word that was given. The implanted word is what this says. The implanted word. It's, it's, it's in you. Watch this. It's a, lay aside all the filthiness and the overflow of wickedness. Isn't it interesting that it says lay aside? which means there's something externally attached to us that we can actually take it off and put it put it aside. But the meekness of the word, it says it's in us. The filthiness is on the outside. 
but the word is on the inside. Which one should we be operating in the most? What's on the inside? Lay aside the filthiness. Anything that hinders it, and let me let me give you some some things that you you might not think that you know fear, filthy. I detest fear. One of the greatest things I've ever heard is, is the only thing I fear is fear itself, because it is demobilizing. It hinders you. It's it's considered to be filthy. It's it's wicked because it came from the wicked one. And it keeps you from operating in the implanted word. How many words have you received and you are not operating in that word? Not because everything is not there for you to operate in it. It's because you are fearful. You are demobilized. You need to lay aside that. Lay that aside. Because you've got to operate in an implanted word. Watch this. Because the implanted word is able. It didn't say it will. It says it's able to save your soul. What would keep it from saving your soul? The wickedness, the filthiness that's attached to you will not allow you to walk in the implanted word, which is able to save our souls. Interesting enough, that word, uh, the word, word, <laughs> logos, right here, is um, denoted um, by the word, word, the written word. Um, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. All of that is Logos. All of that is Logos in John 1 1. All right, so in John 1 1, we see that it is the word Logos, but watch this. The word Logos was first used by a Greek philosopher named Heracletos around about 600 B.C. It was first used by, in a writing, so therefore they can document when it was dated because he used it in a writing. It might have been used before that, but this is the earliest that was notated. And it's used to designate, watch this, the divine reason or plan which coordinates a changing universe. Let me say that again because this is deep right here. The word logos is used to designate it, or by this particular Greek philosopher, is used to designate a divine reason or plan which coordinates a changing Universe, which means the word, when you speak it, it is uh, designed and the purpose of it is to change the coordinates of the universe. Wow. That's how powerful word logos is. Think about it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Then God said a word, and it changed the coordinates 
of the universe and created earth. Good God Almighty. When we speak or when we operate in the Logos, God is trying to change our universe. He's trying to change the trajectory. We might be going in one way because the enemy has led us astray, but God gives us a word and tries to remap our universe to put us back on the right path. This is what we need to do. That's why we got to lay aside the filterness because it's all a distraction to change your coordinates on where you're supposed to be. Where you're supposed to be has already been mapped out. God laid it out, and you are going in a certain direction. And here comes the enemy to try to lead you astray, get you off track, derail your plan, because he doesn't want you to make it to where you're supposed to be. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the understanding that you've just given us, because now we know we are going to be diligent this day to find and sniff out and to look for anything that is filthiness and wickedness that's trying to derail our, our path. And, Father, we're going to follow the implanted word, the, the, the Logos, even the rhema that has extended from the Logos, the revelation that you've given us, that we're going to get back on the path that we are to be on today. And we thank you, Lord God. This is going to be a common practice for us because we don't want to miss the place in the direction by which you want us to move in. We thank you. We honor you, Lord. This is something we fervently call upon your name. And I speak right now on behalf of this line, Father God, saying, Lord, we want your will to be done in our life. Move the enemy out. Show us our spiritual eyes where we are dealing in or dealing with wickedness and filthiness, reveal it to us, Father. Let us not be deceived. Let us not think that we have it all going on, but let us see clearly that which we're doing that is causing us to be off track and put us back on track by the power of the Holy Spirit. We know that you can do it because there's nothing that is impossible for you, and we thank you right now. We speak it and we believe it, believe it, and we know you can do it, and we thank you for it in advance. Amen. Amen. Wow. What? What? A, what? A, that that was like that was like more than a devotion. That was like a Bible study this morning in fifteen minutes. You, you all, I pray you got that. The Word of God changes our trajectory in life. It changes our world. But notice something. In order for it to change our world, you have to allow it to save your soul. You've got to get you got to move beyond verse twenty. Man's anger does not promote the righteousness of God. You gotta move beyond being angry and upset. You know what? I go in on that. I go in, but I don't want to do that right now. I'm gonna turn it over to Elder so that he can come and pray over the prayer request. Then we're gonna come back. Then we're going to dive a little bit deeper, okay? We're going to dive a little bit deeper. But let's let Elder come 
and pray over the prayer requests, and and then we'll we'll be right back. Elder Allen. We have two prayer requests we received uh, this morning. Um, one from uh, Tiffany Benoli uh, Sims. Her request is that uh, she's saying that she believed that her husband is addicted to drugs and he is making it very hard for her and her children uh, to get around with his swing moods. Uh, he, he, uh, he had mood swings. Um, and she is tired, and it's been a long time, and she's ready for a change. Whatever God's will is for her life, she's ready for that for that change. She needs strength. And, Father, we pray that you give her strength, Father, that she will be able to depend on you and have confidence in you. We know that you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly above whatever we can think or imagine according to the power that's already in us, the Holy Spirit that you have given us, we can speak and our words can manifest. Father, we thank you because you are fearful and praises and doing wonders. And you have given us the authority to speak and whatever we speak, we can loosen, we can bind. And we speak peace in her life. Father, we ask you to get a hold of her husband's mind, Father. Let his mind be translated, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we ask this according to the authority that you have given us. And it is so because we have spoken it in the name of Jesus. And our second prayer request comes from Paul Walker. And that prayer request says, New Destiny, urgent prayer for my cousin Dennis and Craig. They were terribly injured in a bad automobile wreck accident last night with broken back, legs, and possible paralysis. They are in ICU at St. Muir Trauma Center. In situations like these, that's defying ones. God's still God, and he still heals Pray for wholeness and healing and my cousin and my cousins to hold on to their lives and their abilities to function in Jesus' name. And we pray for healing now. And we know that like we said before, that God you're able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we can think according to the power that worketh in us, according to Ephesians three and twenty. He heals our diseases, all of our diseases. He forgives us of all our iniquity. He redeems our life from destruction. He crowneth us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies our mouths with good things, so our youth is renewed like the eagles. He sends his word, and we are healed and delivered from every one of our destructions. Father, we speak healing and deliverance, Father. We speak that you will bring peace to these minds, and, Father, that they will function as they have functioned before, Father. Let your manifestation take place here, Father, that a testimony will come forth that will demonstrate your power, Father. The gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to bring every situation 
into into a place of peace, Father, to destroy every yoke and to set everyone that is in captive free, Father. We thank you for the authority that you have given us. We speak in that authority. Father, let the power of the Holy Ghost prevail here. Father, show yourself strong. Demonstrate yourself in a way that will cause others to come to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we depend on you. We know that you have given us the authority to speak, and we speak in that authority that you have given us, and we say that it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, while you were praying, Elder Allen, for the, 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 our, our dearly beloved sister about being tired uh, concerning her husband, I pray she's on the line this morning because you need to give him to the Lord. Give him over to the Lord. Pray that prayer. I give him over to the Lord. And as you do that, we come up against the spirit of pharmakia. It's a Latin word where we get the word pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals, products, it's drugs. It's the, it's the spirit of drugs, and we come up against that spirit. We call on the spell breaker, who is Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, Yahshua, Hamashiach. We call on him this morning to come into this man's life, to arrest him in his spirit, to take the taste out of his mouth to arrest him by the authority of the word of God. And, Father, we declare that spirit. We call it out by name. Pharmakia has no more power. It has no more dominion and no more authority in his life. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Now, we trust God. And trusting God, dear, trust God's process. Trust God's process in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, l l let's go back, and, and, and we have three minutes to do a dive. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think we can do a good dive in three minutes. So as Pastor Harris was just ministering that word of God so beautifully, and I love how he, he just laid that sandwich out, and he really sandwiched that, that 20 and um, verse 20. And 21 told us that, you know, therefore, we got to look and see what therefore is put there for. And then verse 22, because it, it it's powerful when you understand it from that perspective, and that's how you study the Word of God. It's really how you study. You should always look at Scripture above and Scripture below because it, it helps you stay with the applied subject. And he brought out the word so wonderfully in the Greek, the logos, how it, it shifts a person's trajectory. It, it shifts our lives when we allow the word to do what the word of God is created to do. The word of God is created to bring about a total change in your life. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to pass it back to Pastor Harris for closing remarks. If you teach person to think, they will find God.
God. One more time. If you teach a person to think, they will find God. That's what happens when your soul is saved. You start thinking in a different direction. That's what has to happen. You have to teach people to think. That's why I'm what I'm teaching. I pray is thought provoking. It's making you think. You have to teach a person to think. When you teach a person to think, they'll find God. Pastor Harris, do you have any closing remarks? As a man thinketh, so is he. Come on. So it is important for us to change our minds on how we view the world and not allow the negativity of our past to inflect on our future. Your future is better than your past. And so, therefore, we have to change our mind. Something radically has to happen because you are greater than what you are in right now. That's for all of us. We are greater. Our our trajectory is greater, and where we're going is greater. And I yes, I know we're going to heaven, and I know that's you know that's our goal. You know, our goal is get there. I'm talking about right here on earth, right now, right here. Let's think differently. Let's challenge ourselves. Let's be better every day. Amen. 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 Boy, I'm telling you, this 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 is getting me fired up because uh, <clears throat> excuse me after after we ministered this particular word on Sunday. I went back into my, some of my staff, and I think we were there almost an hour, and I kept ministering to them out of my spirit about the importance of, uh, of, of getting your soul saved, your mind, your will, your emotions, the seat of one's intellect, because these things are vitally important. And I'm going to dive back into that Sunday right where I left off. I'm going to dive back into it because some things that 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 God's revealed to me. I want to reveal it to you all, so you can be begin to change the way you think and not get caught up with a lot of stuff that's going on in the world. They are distractions, really. They are, and uh, some of the things I'm going to say tonight about the authority of the Word of God is going to really bless you. Don't get caught up with distractions and a lot of people's stuff they're doing right now. There, I'm I'm just going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. I know it's early. But it's not too early for an appetizer. How about that? There's a lot of imposters out there. A lot of imposters when it comes to the Word of God. You don't want to miss tonight. I'm telling you, beware of that. Everybody preaching is not preaching under the authority of God. The only word can change your life is that which God has authorized. Oh, my Lord Jesus. I'm about you to, I'm, starting something now, Bishop. Oh, you I'm starting about to, something now. I'm about to <laughs> this boy do a happy dance, man. Man, you, do you all hear me? What you going to say? What you going to say, Double H? Come on, man. It, it is amazing how most people look at the pandemic in one way, but I see it as another. You're right. The a lot of the imposters got wiped away by the pandemic. See, a lot of them are being wiped away by the pandemic. I was talking with Bishop Garns. You all know Bishop Garns. 
uh, we were speaking uh, on the subject that I, I, I talked to you all about. Uh, Pastor Harrison, myself, we got to speak on this subject. What are you doing differently since the pandemic? What are you rethinking? How are you rethinking ministry? How are you rethinking uh, your staff? And how are you rethinking life? And one of the things Bishop Gar said, <clears throat> excuse me, is that uh, itinerant ministry has gone down to almost non-existence. And some of you may say, well, what's itinerant ministry? When men of God travel, like the evangelist, he travels for honorariums and all this kind of stuff. The pandemic is wiping a lot of that out. So you don't have a lot of traveling preachers right now. Most pastors are in their own pulpits trying to secure their own flock, and some some are doing a terrible job at it. I pray we're doing a, a, a decent job. I'm gonna say a decent job because I, I you know, I, you, sometimes you just don't know. I, I pray we're doing a decent job at, at, at holding things together because people got so many opinions and, and people just misunderstand stuff that you say and all that kind of stuff. People gotta. That's why the Bible says, "Know no man after the flesh." You have to know the man of God and people after the spirit that's within them, the spirit of God and the motive behind what people are doing. And my motive is always to do you good, to prosper you, to profit you, to benefit you, to give you the advantage. I mean that. But th that that particular uh, area of ministry is not happening. The big honorariums they used to get for travel, it is not happening. So the pandemic, like Pastor Harris said, it's crashing that. But I believe in a lot of that, you got see, I'm about to get into my message tonight. It, a lot of that, we, we, we were getting some false prophets and some false teachers. You hear what I'm saying? And, Pastor, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. We, you know, let, let's cut it right there because you're getting into your message tonight. So let's, let's make sure we cut <laughs> it. It's, it's, it's a lot of meat on this bone right here. <clears throat> Just, trust me, it's, there's, there's a lot of meat on this bone for tonight. And we are going to have all we did, we just ate a shrimp. That's all we did this morning. We just had okay, okay. We need to wrap it in bacon. You know, if you wrap it in bacon, it's over. But <laughs> <laughs> Lord, all right. Well, listen, I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, our time this morning. We are five minutes over time. I'm sorry, you all. I'm sorry, but it we've had we've had a great day. Uh, we're going to have a great night. God's going to really, really, you know, invite somebody to service tonight. You're going to be blessed as uh, we come in and stream the service. And as I said, we're working hard to give you excellent quality and great content. Excellent quality and great content because I understand, I, 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 I get it. As your pastor, I get it, and I get that some people are just not comfortable with, about coming back into the gathering. And listen to me, that's okay. You're hearing it from me. That's okay. You, you, you have to move as you're led in your spirit to move, okay? Let nobody push you and persuade you. Notice I'm not coming on the prayer line or in church beating you over the head, telling you got to come to church. No, I'm not saying that. You, What you have to do is... 
allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead you and guide you in the truth. And when you feel releasing your spirit and conviction in your spirit, then that's when you move. We will never shut the stream ever again. You're hearing it from me because we, we've now created a streaming audience, and the most important thing is getting the gospel to you. And we want to get the gospel to you. That's why we, we're, we're, we haven't just improved the quality. We're constantly improving quality. We were, in two meet, we were in two hours of meetings yesterday talking about how do we change and rethink ministry because of the pandemic so we can make sure we're getting the gospel to you, getting you all wonderful and great content. I believe that that is a key, okay? So that's always going to be made available to you. Let me also add this. Let me put this announcement in here. Uh, if you are streaming through the church app, you're streaming through the church app, and you go onto that church app, is buffering or it's not, um, it's not allowing you to uh, get into the service live, on the church app to the left-hand side, I believe it's all depending on which device you're um, streaming through, but on the left-hand side of the app on my particular device, it has the social media platform. If you hit that button on the social media platform, it's going to give you YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram, and something else. But if you go to, if you push YouTube or Facebook, all depending on which one you have. You, everybody has YouTube. Everybody doesn't have Facebook. But go over there, and it's the, the service is also being streamed live on those platforms as well. So you never have to miss the Word of God. So that's how you do a little troubleshooting. If that the first um, platform, that's our platform, if you're having some problems or there are some technical difficulties going on on that particular platform, so there's two other platforms you can go through that app and get on live into the service on on whichever day you choose to, Sunday or on midweek services, all right? Well, listen, we love you and we thank God for you. I pray that you've been blessed today. May God give you traveling grace and traveling mercy as you travel throughout the day that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near you or the vehicles you're traveling in. God will get you there and back home safely in Jesus' name. Psalms 118, verse 24, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad. Come on, say it with me. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror. And I am a world overcomer. I boldly declare that over your life today. Let's go out and let's conquer the world. Because the Bible said this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Until we come together tonight, hey, you all be blessed. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you. This is Elder Thomas, Pastor Harris, and Bishop. We are signing off this morning. Kathy, you can open the line.